Hey guys, I am so excited. Welcome back to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Today I have with me my husband of 20 years. And hi, hubby. Hello. How is everybody doing today? And we're going to touch on... He's trying to be conservative. And we're going to touch on some... Mental Health Month. We're going to take Mental Health Month all the way from the day today to the end of March. We're going to talk about nothing but mental health because this is what is going on in the world today. It's deep. It's deep, y'all. Very deep. So we're going to touch on it. We're going to try to give y'all some help and some things we do to get through it. Yeah. Um, Because it's hard, guys. It's it's really hard, especially in in COVID. So what we're going to try to tap on and and we're going to try to base this mental health segment on is taking little bits and pieces of what people go through, including ourselves. And one of them are post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD is a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event. Guys, I'm going to let you know you are my, my listeners. I have PTSD. I have it because I was terrified when they said, you have cancer. I was terrified. So my whole thing from then on, my life changed. Either experiencing it or witnessing something. Um, somebody got hit by a car. Somebody got, um, you know, somebody died in a certain traumatic way that you didn't expect. That's a terrifying event. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know you have PTSD, them are the things that trigger it. Mm-hmm. Um, experiencing or witnessing a terrifying event. Um, symptoms may include flashbacks of the event, mm. nightmares, mm. and severe anxiety, as well as uncontrollable thoughts about the event. Mm. It is hard for you not to, f- you can say forgive it, but sometimes you can't forget it. Most people who go through traumatic events may have temporary difficulty mm. adjusting to coping. Guys, that is so me. But if with time and good self-care, they usually get better. If the symptoms get worse and they last for months or even years and interfere with your day-to-day functioning, you have PTSD. Well, guys, I'm going to let you know from here that when you have PTSD, it's good to talk to somebody. It's good to get help. That's another reason why I started this podcast. And my hubby has been there through um, Chance of Survival with me. And I'm sure I gave him a little PTSD and, and, and terrifying events and things we just can't forget about. And, and things that we have to go through every day. So, hubby, I'm going to let you take over it. Okay. And We're going to get gritty with it. Let's get gritty. You know, because... It's real. It's a deep. It's a deep um, conversation and a deep subject to talk about. A lot of people don't like to talk about it. A lot of people don't like to to you know think of themselves in that type of in that type of category. You know, and, I, and I'm 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 not I'm not gonna sit up here and and say that I didn't think that way. I was one of those people that had that that the mentality. You know, that thought, oh, you don't need no therapies. Nothing wrong with you. There's always something that somebody has gone through in their life, you know, um, whether it's young or whether it's, you know, in, in, in within your midlife or, or, or however, whichever part of your life, you always go through something that is going to consider it being a post-traumatic stress, a, a stress, you know, disorder. And it, it's a traumatic stress that has happened to you. So we're going to. So 
Go ahead. Go yeah, guys, and, and and I'm understanding what what hubby is saying, and my thing is what that is is it's an embarrassment, it's embarrassment in our African American community yeah. to get help for mental health. But I'm gonna let you know that it's not an embarrassment, guys. It is help. Yeah. That feeling that my husband was talking about is called embarrassment, yeah. and you should not be embarrassed to get help when you're. Tooth is hurting. You go to the dentist. Mm. When your mind is cluttered, you go get help and talk to somebody, guys. It is serious. I don't care if it's once a year. To declutter that. Or to get an assessment of what's going on with you. That is very important. So go ahead and finish getting gritty with it, um, babe. So there's there's plans. There's success plans to... To... uh, To get better at it. You know, ways that you can... You know, do better and and success plans and and, and different principles that you can apply to this grit. I'm I'm gonna call it grit because that's what it is. It's really it gets really grimy and gritty yeah, it when does, it comes down does. to you know these mental illnesses that you might you know go through and any of us go through. And like my wife was just saying, in the African American you know culture, our culture, it's 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 almost looked as as something looked down looked down on, and then sometimes looked. Past. Well, you we got to start looking up to it, guys. We gotta, we gotta, Mental health yeah. is very important for our kids to grow up in, yeah, yeah, and gotta, in this world that is so uncertain right yeah. now, guys. So we're going to move on to the stress and illness and the illnesses of it. I'm mm. going to let you have that, hubby. So this says, sometimes we put ourselves in stressful situations. At other times, we stress, stress strikes without warning. So imagine yourself being a 32-year-old male and, and you experience a... Oh, you know, a, a bad car accident, you know, that 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 almost takes your life. And <clears throat> and, and and it's almost like, you know, every time you sleep or anytime you just get a moment to sit and, and there's a quiet moment, it's like almost you are reminded of that because it almost it always plays back to you. <clears throat> Excuse me, almost like a semi truck getting you upside the head. Boom. It hits you so hard. You'll be like, whoa, wait a minute. Did that did, did that just happen again? It's, no, it's because it's something that is going on in your in, in your mind that you have not been able to process exactly. And not only process it, guys. These are um, experiences of ours. So don't don't get it twisted or yeah. wrong that we're talking about other, other people. people. These are experiences that we yeah. had. You know? um, bad car accident. And then after that car accident, you have to have surgery. And yeah. then after that surgery, you have to heal. Yeah. So, you know, that is PTSD, post-traumatic stress, stress disorder. Yeah. So moving on to that. So we're going to move on from it and, and, and it's, we're going to go into stress, some basic concepts. So some basic concepts. So I got a question for you, babe. And this question is, what events provoke stress responses and how do we respond and adapt to those stresses? Um, Provoking stress responses. Okay. So if you're a cancer patient and you just came through chemo or say you just had a, a limb removed or say that you have stage four, or, you know, you're in the stages of cancer or you had to have any type of cancer is 
a life-threatening situation. God bless right? the ones that are going through it right now. Yes, I my warriors. Pray and you, praying for you each My whole day. thing. And then somebody, you said a trigger, and yeah. then somebody comes and smokes a cigarette in front of you. Mm-hmm. Even though you smoke for 25 years, and you stop smoking, and that person comes knowing that mm-hmm. you have had treatment, and you are fighting, yeah. and they just smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Oh, that that's a trigger, guys. That's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then... If you are, what was the question again, May? How do you re- how do how do you respond? How would you respond and adapt to the stress? How would you respond and adapt to something like that? You see somebody come in, and you know after you know you've been, you've been in that situation, and then somebody comes in a couple of years down the line, and they know you've been through that, and they just say, "Oh, you know the heck with it. I'm gonna go smoke a uh, uh, pack of cigarettes. I'm gonna smoke Blackie Miles. Whatever the case may be, whatever they do, smoke. Yeah. How do you respond to that, or how do you deal? How would you adapt to that stress? Well, because I'm mature enough, I will give them the benefit of the doubt and explain how I feel and what I've been through. I kick them out. Take take them into consideration. (laughs) I'm going to flag that. Take it into consideration that when you smoke, I feel sick. Yeah. When you smoke... I can't breathe. Mm. When you smoke, it changes my home. It traumatizes. It flashes me back to places I don't want to be. So could you please not smoke? That's how I'll handle it. Mm. That's how I'll handle it the first time. I'm going to explain it to you to give you the benefit of the doubt. But then if you come back and do it again, knowing that it makes me feel ill-mannered, ill feelings, yeah. Sick to my stomach where mm. I would have to go to the hospital, then I'll take my husband's choice. Yeah. And I'll be like, you have to let that go or you have to leave because I can't be around it. Guys, it's just like being allergic yeah. to, to peanuts. That's right. You can't be around it. It's, it's a life or death situation. And some people don't see it as that, but it is a life or death situation. What you call that is sometimes being selfish. That's yeah, right. and if, and if the people around you don't love you enough to take that into consideration, that's what it is. And um yeah, that that's a stressor and that's a post traumatic stress trigger. Okay. Okay. So we moving forward. So it says psychologists define stress as the process of of appraising and responding to a threatening or challenging event. Responding to a threatening or challenging event but stress is a slippery concept we sometimes use the word inform informally to describe threats or challenges and at other times our responses to a site to a psychologist the dan excuse me excuse me y'all the dangerous truck ride was a stressor it's considered a stressor yeah guys so my my hubby so if he got into a really bad car accident that could have took his life a couple of years ago um i'm not gonna get in a car and drive 100 miles per hour i'm not going to talk about that event while we're driving i'm gonna have some type of consideration what people don't have nowadays gosh i need to find that because it is a part of decompressing and not being selfish and also a part of understanding and helping people with these mental issues Mm. 
have yeah. decompression and it's less stress on them. Yeah. It's less stress on them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you take over from there, man. So when you define stress as the process of appraising and responding and challenging, mm-hmm. but stress, like he said, is a slippery concept. Mm. At other times... Um, physical emotion responses were a stress reaction Mm. and the process which can be related to the threat was stress. Mm -hmm. So stress appraisal, I'm going to give you a small stress appraisal that I do. So you do a stressful event. Tough math test is a stressful event. I got to study for this math test. Oh Lord, I don't know if I'm passing or not, but I got to pass it. Um, Mm. The threat, the threat, this is beyond me. Like, mm. this is out of my control. No, guys, we can only control what we can. Some things are definitely out of control. Mm-hmm. Then you have the challenge. I've got to apply all I know. I have to do the best I can do. I have to make sure that this go right because my life depends on it. All of that. That's that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. And then the response, like my husband said, to stress. Stressed distraction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can respond to it or you can distract yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can be aroused mm-hmm. by it or you can be focused on it. Mm-hmm. I, I try to distract. I try not to get aroused by um, stress and I try not to focus on it. But at these Hard times in life, it, it comes about so many times. But the event of, in our lives that flow through the psychological filter, how we appraise an event influences how much stress we experience mm. and how effective, effectively we respond. Wow. So deep. what is stress? Find out the answer if you know this answer to this question and by, and more by returning to, to the to what we just went through. Just ask yourself today, what is your stress? Write down five of them and work on them. That's even, what I can say. And even if you got to do and, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to piggyback off what my wife was just saying. Even if, you know, five of them, some people can't, some people don't, in some cases, some people like to just talk about, let me talk about one today, that, that, because this could be a very stressful event. That's good that enough. You, can, you know, say, I can only talk about this one, two, and then go down the line, the appraisals, as my wife was just saying, and then the responses. How can I respond to this in a way that I'm, I won't stress myself out or stress the people or my loved ones around me out? How can I respond to that without elevating the situation or making the the situation on my family or my loved ones my wife my children whomever you are around that you consider your loved ones to uh also go through that as well and guys i'm gonna let you know through through covid we have had the ultimate stress yeah i mean there are things that we never thought we would have been through going through um said or did to each other but it's unbelievable yeah. Which stress can do to stress kills. Stress, stress do it. kills. It, it definitely does. And stress arises less from events themselves than from how to appraise them. Mm. One person alone in a house ignores his cracking sounds and experiences no stress. Someone else expe- su- suspects an intruder and becomes 
scared. Okay. Yes, guys. So this, this happens to me most of the time. If I do have that go on, like the other night, I'll hear a boom, boom, click at the door or I'll hear a window or something slam, but my husband is in his snore mode and he's in a, (laughs) he's in a really deep sleep and, and I'll, and I'll nudge him and be like, you got to get up. You got to get up. And he's like, why? What's wrong? I heard something. I think you need to go sweep the house. What do you mean? sweep? I want you to go from the top of the house to the bottom of the house. I want you to check all the windows. All See, the doors. and he's like, she's crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm alarmed. You are not taking my stress the way I take my stress. Yeah. And I don't expect him to, guys. But, but I also got to be a protector. When, when, when I feel that my wife feels that way, I got to get up and say, okay, you know what? Let me go do it. Even if I don't feel it is, it's something that's, you know, worth doing because i'm gonna be honest with you after she said that guys the next night i heard the same thing and jumped up out of the bed and went downstairs and did the same thing stopped from top to bottom checked every door window i mean even closets i checked so what will make me alarm sometime wouldn't make him alarm sometime and that's normal that's normal. That's one person's regards to a new job as welcome as a challenge. Someone else appraises it as risky or failure. Yeah. When short-lived, when perceived as challenges and stresses can have positive effects and a momentary stress mobilizes the immune system. Do you see that when I say stress yeah. mm-hmm. kills? It immobilizes the immune system for fending off infection and healing wounds. Mm. So it actually stress does kill and it does affect your body it does even though you don't see it now Mm -hmm. it is affecting your body and that stress is a silent killer yes it is It is a silent killer stress also arouses and motivates us to conquer problems Mm. so i know i gotta get this job because i gotta pay my rent i know i gotta get this job because i have to move my family I know I have to get well and do this chemo treatment in order to live. That's major stress. Mm-hmm. And but it I am a conqueror. It does help you conquer problems. Yeah. A championship athlete, successfully successful entertainer, and a great teacher and a leader all thrive on excellence and arise by challenge. Um having conquered cancer, thank you, Jesus, for giving me the strength. Amen. Or rebounded from a lost job. Mm, yes, I have. Some people emerge with stronger self-esteem and deepened spirituality. 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 <laughs> yes, listen. I, you know, I, I'm stuttering over this because, because of, it's me. Yeah, it's it's of, me because when I was affected own. with with breast cancer years ago, thank you, Jesus. Thirteen years, Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes, when <laughs> I was exposed to that, I wanted. It made me conquer things, but also the the spirit, it, just going to church was just like, for me, it was like the best thing I could possibly do to decompress. Yes, like um, getting on my knees and praying and being around my sisters and my brothers and the pastor and mm. crying and clapping and singing, you know, all the good things that we need church back. Lord, mm. please bring it back. Please, Lord, bring it back. Mm-hmm. That, that my spirit. Spiritual, I, I can't say the word. Just That's being okay. spirit right. filled. That's right. 
just being spirit filled. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it done. It did a lot for me as a cancer patient. Yeah. I think without going to church and stuff, I would have been really, really depressed. I mean, my family helped out, you know, um, but not as much as my God. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm not. I'm actually not sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be apologetic for something that was so great in my life mm -hmm. and, and so conquerable. And, you know, adversity can beget growth. That's what it can. Mm -hmm. Adversity. Mm -hmm. So, guys, thank you so much. I don't want to go on because we're getting a little emotional. No, it's okay because it, 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 it hits a lot of points. You know, even like, and I want to just... Let everybody know today, you know, I, I, I had to experience something today that let me hit that. Let me understand that I have or are, are things that you go through on a daily basis. You can, you know, um, there are there are there are mental illnesses that everybody has to go through. And I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get to the them. point We're that one of I them. am not ashamed yeah. to say that I that I am one of them, you know, and that. What I was saying earlier about having that feeling in the beginning when you, oh, you don't feel like embarrassed and feeling embarrassed about it. No, because it's life. It's life. You and know? mental illness, mental illness is a part of life it now, is. guys, it as is. we know it. it this world has changed. So this is what we're going to do this month. We're going to we're going to keep on doing the steps of mental illness. We'll hope that it will help yeah. one touch one, reach At one, one, teach one right. or millions. Uh, I, I, we just want to help. And, and with our experiences, which are teachers, it mm. makes us teachers with our experience. Right. is the teacher mm -hmm. so my thing is thank you for listening guys no, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna definitely make this month about mental health because you need it yes indeed. i need it sure do we need it to and keep yourself we, we just want to keep y'all informed yeah. so love is love and thank you for joining another episode of kim's kitchen table talk stay safe peace and thank you bro thank oh, you you're welcome I'll see you again next time. Thank you, time. Abby. Love you. Bye-bye. You too.